Hi, and welcome to Refuse the Standard Podcast. My name is Vince Turbrack, and I'm a health and fitness coach. On this podcast, you'll have the opportunity of following my sister's journey of weight loss in 2021. As you hear throughout the podcast, although she will experience weight loss, that's not the ultimate destination. My sister and I agreed to do this podcast in hopes that it will help you in your journey. My sister is a nurse, and me being a coach, naturally we love helping others. Whether your goal is weight loss or not, the coaching and tactics used to help her on her journey can be applied to you in your journey. Remember, I'm not a doctor, so be sure to consult your doctor before beginning any diet and exercise routine. We're excited for you to follow along and appreciate you tuning in. Now let's get into this week's episode. Alrighty, gang, here we are. Episode 10, Refuse the Standard Podcast. My name's Vince Turbrack. I'm with the one and only... April Turbrack, and I just need you guys to know how proud I am that my brother knew the episode like that, because normally we talk about it for a minute, like, wait, are we on 9 or 10? So, wow, nicely done right from the start. Oh, yeah, I've been doing my homework. (laughs) Um, All right, gang, well, super excited to bring you this episode, uh, The Meat and Potatoes, is going to be April kind of walking us through her journey with uh, relationship with food and just kind of where she's been, where she's at um, type of a deal. So we're going to be a pretty awesome episode digging into that and maybe helping us out. So let's talk about the uh, coaching you and I this past couple of weeks. Let's go through uh, some victories and obstacles. Let's start off with the fun stuff, the victories on the scale continues to move the right way and I want to say maybe like 25 pounds down I'm not fully sure but if we're not there we're like tiptoeing on those edges so that I mean feels phenomenal again you guys can't can't hear that enough for me I'm so grateful for for all that this this program and this podcast is doing for me and um, as an update to the saga of my back injury I am very, very happy to report that I'm still taking things careful. I'm about 90% recovered, but I have been able to get back into some movement and some exercises, being careful, being smart, choosing appropriate movements, but but feeling very good about that. And a big, big shout out to, to my coach brother here who had to listen to me cry and tell him that my whole journey's over and obviously it was not. And I'm grateful that he pulled me off the ledge pretty quickly. Oh yeah, so AP follows um, AP follows the group program here. So she's pretty smart. She's a ten years of doing this, so she's pretty smart on how to make adjustments herself. Um, but because I do want to, you know, I am um, cautious, or I am always looking at what she's doing as far as an intensity and reps and sets and all that kind of good stuff to make sure. She's getting the right stimulus. Have you reached out at all with needing some help customizing some of the workouts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For a very perfect example, this morning. <laughs> perfect. So a quick text, and how quickly did I text back? So quick. So quick. So quick. Like two minutes, not bada, even. Bada boom, bada bing. So just got to reach out, and that's how that's how it works. Okay, awesome. So back is feeling better, which obviously makes just life in general better, but able to get back to being focused and intentional on your exercise. Yep, yep, and very happy about that. Love it. What else? Okay, so now we we dig into obstacles and I'm not I'm not so happy that this obstacle occurred, but also like bring on the obstacles cuz we need to get over them. 
So I was hanging out with family and we ordered out food. It was a ginormously massive quantity of food as it typically is when you order out. Um, I had no bad feelings about like getting the food and eating the food. Like it wasn't like that. But what happened while I was eating the food kind of disappointed me. So I'm eating and eating and I get to a point where I like literally think to myself and I never really think this. I'm like, wow, I am really full. Like if I stopped right now, I would be content. And I, you know, I just was, would be so happy. But then my mind decided it wanted to take another pathway and was like, nah, nah, you're not full. Like if you don't eat this, then you're going to have to get up, go put it in the fridge for later, deal with that. Are you going to eat it later? No. And literally while my brain fought itself, I ate the entire bowl, like the whole thing. It was huge, massive, too much. And the bread that came with it. And again, it was not the, you know, not that I'm like, quote unquote, eating off plan because my plan is to eat what fuels me and makes me feel good. But it was like this bingeful, bad mindset that I had that of like, I'm not going to put it away. So I'm going to eat it all. Like, even if I was going to say, like, I don't want to put it away. Fine. Then when you get up, I know it's wasteful, but just pitch it. Like, but stop eating when you're full. So I honestly like left out of that situation feeling just kind of sucker punched. You know, I was just like, God, I've been doing so good. Like I should have honored that cue. Like my body graced me by like letting me know, Hey, you're done. And I don't, I rarely feel anyways. So, you know, I go home, I have a good cry about it. I go to sleep. Thank goodness. I will tell you truthfully, old AB, this would have been like, well, now I'm binging. Like now just give me the ice cream, give me the cookies. Cause I'm useless and I don't know what I'm doing anymore. So why not just get all this food in my face. But I didn't do that. I just went home and had a good cry, had a good sleep. And then I woke up the next day. And this is where this kind of spins a little bit into a victory is I did reach out to Vince and I was just like, you know, I don't know what happened and I don't know why it happened. And I'm so mad that it happened, but you're my support person. Like, what do you think? And he, of course, was very supportive and was like, listen, well, what are you doing today? Like, you know, what are you eating today? Do you want to go and eat the same food? Do you want to binge and eat? Or do you want to just eat good food, move good, and be right back on on the program? And I was like, no, I don't want to do that ever again. Like, I would like to be back on the program. So we kind of, I mean, he said it much more eloquently. But we got me back on track right the very next day and feeling great. But I just say that to make sure that, you know, we understand that things are going to come up. Things are going to happen you're going to make decisions that sometimes are in opposition of of your power phrase. And it's how quickly can you turn that mindset around, turn the boat around, and reach out to your support people. Mm, mm, mm. So we got a lot there. Yeah. So <laughs> unbox that. <laughs> un- unbox that. So, I mean, hopefully the listeners, have, April's having tremendous success with happiness despite and truly living that out. And part of the power phrase is you putting action to your words. We all want to be, you know, you have your words that you hope people would describe you as, but the only, the only way people are going to describe you like that is if you actually live that out, if you're that person. If you, if you want to be known as a truth teller, but you always tell lies, people probably aren't going to describe you that way. So AP's done a tremendous job throughout this time living out happiness despite and being very actionable on it. But of course, along the way, obstacles are going to happen. 
So when I'm working with a client, there's there's three three things that get brought up immediately when we're going to have a conversation is rule number one is that we're open and honest with each other, that we have to tell each other the truth or, or at least don't lie. And that's stolen from Jordan Peterson. But we, we have to tell the truth to each other to the best of our abilities. Number two is you have to be willing to reach out for support as I need you to reach out. It's that reaching out that allows us to have communication. I need to know that I can reach out to you if I see things going on in your tracker that are going amazing. Of course, I want to celebrate you. If I see things that are going on in your tracker that are are maybe raising some flags, I want to be able to reach out and be like, hey, let's let's maybe make an adjustment here. And then, of course, I want you to feel that same way um, with me as well. So with that being said is, so we need to be open and honest with each other. We need to support each other. And I'm, I'm drawing a blank now on the third one. We'll, we'll come back to it. Don't, don't you worry. Um, I'm being honest with you guys. That's, rule, that's always rule number one. So we'll come back to that. Is, be able to get right back on track. Thank you. Yep. Is, is your gun, thank you. Is facing obstacles. Is, is your, your weight loss is not going to be this linear straight line down. You're going to have ups and downs. Things are going to happen that neither one of us can plan for. So what you have to be doing is willing to adjust. And so that's where I tell clients of like, listen, one of my guarantees is if you don't give me data, I'm going to fire you because we know adjustments are going to need to take place. Um, so that's why it's so important for, for you to recognize, Hey, obstacles are going to happen. That's okay. It's part of the plan. I'm not going to lie. I promise I'm not a sick and twisted person, but I get excited when <laughs> someone faces an obstacle, uh, faces an obstacle. Cause it's like, all right, let's, let's freaking live it out. Let's prove it. Yeah. Let's prove that happiness is despite this freaking obstacle. So, so truth telling is number one, being able to reach out to each other for uh, support and then just knowing that obstacles are on the way, uh, but we're going to overcome them. So with that being said is, is you throughout this basically five months that you've been on this journey with the nutrition that we've set up for you out of the past five, six months, how many days have you felt famished? Zero days. How many days have you felt like, dang, this just is not enough calories? Zero days. Zero days. And the whole point of coaching, and I and I'm and I tell the truth right up front is my goal is to get you to eat the most amount of food that allows you to lose weight. Because we all know going to zero calories or very minimal calories, yep, that'll do it. That will get you weight loss. But I'm more concerned about your metabolism long term because I think we can both agree that it's not more important for you to get the weight off. It's more important that you keep it off forever. Yes. So we have to do it in a way that allows for that. And it's AKA not starving yourself. So throughout this entire time, you haven't felt moments of like, oh my gosh, I need to binge. No, So leading up until this point, it wasn't like, okay, I need- I'm so hungry, I'm exhausted. Because truthfully, I have felt the freedom of at nighttime, if I am like, you know what, I am still just a little hungry, I'll add something in. I'll go eat, you know, a protein bar, a rice cake, you know, just a little something more if I'm still like at that, even if I'm 
at my my calorie count, which I did air fingers. They can't see that though. But you know, because we kind of have a goal or a range, even if I'm at that, if I'm truly like at the end of my day, if I can say like, no, I'm actually still just a little hungry, I'll top myself off and have not a binge, but just a little something to 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 make that feel better. So into this moment, no no feelings of famish, hungry, nothing. Awesome. And then AP in the past, AP in the past, how often has she recognized a hunger cue just in general? Just Yeah, I, I would almost speculate to say never. Like it never comes on that soon, right? It comes when my stomach is out, you know, past my knees and I can't breathe because I'm so full. Then I'm like, oh, I literally might throw up if I eat one more bite. Then my mind might tell me it's time to stop. But otherwise, I could almost say never. Okay, so this was a new sensation and you weren't. So one is awesome for your body to be like, hey, I'm here. I don't know. We're done. We're I good. Really, we're I happy. really, I really am a, a real hormone <laughs> okay. that says, hey, everything is okay. You, you can stop here. Okay. So you didn't recognize that hormone. So you said, screw you. I don't trust you. I'm just going to keep going. Or like your I mind heard just... what she said, but I'm like, now I'm not going to listen to you right now, girl. You ain't been here for 35 years. You don't even know. <laughs> But now I'm a listen. Like I learned my lesson. I promise. <clears throat> so I love it. So, so new to getting hunger cues and and honoring them and honoring yes. them. Okay. So love it. So here's the deal: is with any one of my coaching clients, it's not the falling off of track that doesn't cause you to reach your goal. It's staying off the track that causes you to not reach your goal. Yes. So it's okay to not be perfect to still have progress. So we just needed to get back on track. So that's part of why, why it's so important for me in, our, in my first conversations with people is we need to speak the truth to each other. We need to reach out for support to each other. We need to know that obstacles are coming. And that doesn't mean hide in your house underneath your bed and be scared. It's like, Go out with your shield and sword with full bravery because you know that you can face whatever. And even if you get defeated, I'll give you a new and better shield and a new and better sword to go out and face that obstacle again. Because as you, excuse me, as you keep getting better, you're always going to have obstacles that um, are always going to face you. The goal is just that you stop tripping over the same obstacle because that becomes super annoying for both of us. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. So, so walk us through, walk us through, um, you, you know, you had the cry that night, you woke up, you reached out for support. Okay. Now what's happening? Yeah. I think once, once I reached out for support, I had a good cry on the phone with someone else to hear me. And just kind of let the feelings of like, cause I was kind of just resentful of myself that, I had had this moment for a victory and I instead turned it into a crash and burn. Um, but then I, I quickly was like, no, we're good. Like the happiness despite isn't just to sit here and be miserable because you made one mistake because one thing happened in your life. Like you've overcome so much more, like just move on from it. And I think once, you know, I kind of gave myself that grace to like, just move on. This is not worth letting me ruin anything else. Like nothing happened from it. I didn't binge afterwards. Like we feeling good. We're right back on track today. And like, honestly, even the next day, like I didn't even feel 
you know, it's not like I felt like, oh my God, I, I feel so bloated or I feel fat. Like nothing about that like came into my mind. It was just literal guilt over my body did something magical, a new trick that it unlocked, <laughs> a new skill, and I just didn't honor it. And that's what kind of hurt me about it. But I, I moved on once I reached out and really was able to just like put it in my brother's hands. Like if this is something I need to stress about and we need to have a deeper conversation, I knew he would take it deeper. If this is just something that he needs to say, hey, happiness despite and we move on and i think it was just a hey happiness despite and move on heck yeah awesome so that's that's the meat and potatoes of my program as far as helping someone with new you know helping someone with weight loss and nutrition and exercise mm-hmm. i mean honestly the fitness industry just makes it way more complicated than what it is I mean, you know, just the nuts and bolts of it. Obviously, there's eating disorders and all these things that go into it that take it to a whole new level. There's, you know, there's full, full transparency on that. Um, at the end of the day, when it comes to weight loss is, is it is eat less, move more. Now, obviously, what that less is and how less it should be and how much more you should move, sure, there's some things to learn there, but it's not extremely complicated, um, especially once you learn it. And it's super, it's super easy to learn. <clears throat> and of course, I help walk you through that. But the nuts and the bolts of the program is that we speak truthful to each other, that <clears throat> I'm here to support you. And that you are going to face obstacles and what has caused you to not reach your goals is every time you face an obstacle, you fall off track and you stay off track. And that's why you're not reaching your goals. You know that the plate of chicken and broccoli is going to help you reach your goals compared to the McDonald's. You know that walking on the treadmill is going to help you compared to sitting on the couch. But for some reason, something knocks you off of track. And then you stay off of track and then that causes you to not reach the goals. So that's where, that's where I'm here is to continuously is maybe that nutrition plan doesn't work for you. Maybe those exercises don't work for you. I'm here to constantly help switch those things, but it's, it's inherent that you're going to face just life obstacles. Um, and I'm also here for that as well. And I think us, you know, me helping you get back on track and knowing that you have the support to get back on track is what allows you to stay uh, empowered to continue to reach your goals. Now, as we're going through the coaching session is obviously I'm April's brother, so she'll always have me as support. But what I'm what I'm helping my clients with is figure out where they can get that support locally or, you know, with people that are around them, because for as much as I would I'll always work with someone, my goal is that they don't always have to work with me. So I want to teach it in a way that you never need a coach again. If you want a coach, great, but you never need a coach again. Um, so that's really the power of the program. It's not figuring out your macros. It's not writing the perfect upper body, lower body nope. split. <laughs> Although that stuff's fun and, and effective, that's not where the meat and potato lives. So with that being said, AP, is if you could help the people, you know, old April compared to new April and how she handled this situation, can you give the people some some things to take away that they can work on to help them recognize hunger cues and get back on track? Yeah, I don't necessarily know that I can help people to figure out their hunger cues because I don't quite know what what really sparked in me 
Um, but what I can help you through is food isn't the answer. It's not. <laughs> food with more food is just like you've got a fire. You've got like a small itty bitty trash can fire and you're like, well, my trash can's on fire. The whole house might as well be on fire. So food on food is not the answer. So um, you're referring to someone's dealing with something stressful in their life. Yeah. Something they want to avoid in their life. Something they just want to push down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any kind of like emotions. Yeah. The first yeah. thing is. Yeah. So dealing with like your relationship with food mm. and and digging into that and like yeah food isn't the answer feeling your feelings and feeling the moment so i don't necessarily know that like in this moment i was having you know bad feelings about anything but i can think of like binges in my past and where binges led on binges led on binges is because i'd have one binge because i had a bad day at work and then I wake up the next morning feeling like a trash can because I had ate 6,000 calories just sitting in my bed by myself. And I felt like the only answer to that was like, well, I feel useless and terrible as a human. So now I'm going to keep doing these binges on binges on binges. And like that I've always had the support system is true, but that I've always felt like mm -hmm. I could reach out. No, because I was embarrassed and ashamed and I shouldn't be embarrassed and ashamed about my around my family, but I was. I felt like they wouldn't understand, you know, that's kind of, I think, what just how you stay sick, how you stay suck, stuck is you just kind of convince yourself that like no one would understand, no one gets it, no one can help me. And then you you don't feel those feelings. And then food does very easily seem like, well, this is this is all I can do. And so it develops this like negative relationship of like, well, you know, I did have that bad day at work and it kind of helped me through that bad day at work. But then you're not realizing, well, then for the next six months, you, you kept having bad days and you kept eating the food versus like you just went home and been like, well, that day sucked. Oh, well, let's go to bed and start again tomorrow. Or let me call one of my, my sister-in-laws, my brother, my dad, my friends, whoever I need to call, Parker, and just see her sweet face, Cal, FaceTime with them, make me laugh and like feel my feelings and move on from it. Those are her little nieces and nephews. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forget that you guys don't know me all the time. Most of you do. But anyways, yes, those are my nieces and nephews. And like obviously a call with them, like I can't tell them I just binged and they would understand, but just seeing their sweet faces and, and how smiley and happy they are is obviously brightens my day. So and, trying to feel your feelings, yeah. feel your feelings. You know, if, if you, if you binge eat, that's not necessarily the issue. It's, it's not feeling your feelings. Right. It's yeah. Trying to hide those feelings with food. Yeah. Cause it just kind of pushes it down for the moment. But what you don't realize is like, then now you're feeling the guilt of the binge and you still feel like the crap day at work or the fight with your friend or your significant other so you're gonna have to feel those feelings eventually or I just you're just gonna continue to feel negative about not feeling the feelings mm -hmm. so I guess pick your poison and just moral of the story food food is, food isn't, isn't the answer food isn't the answer um and for some people that do have this like negative relationship with food that you're then kind of like using food for cope then the scale can become kind of have this like relationship with food the scale and food kind of become the same thing so you have a binge so you're like well oh i felt bad about what i ate but maybe i didn't gain that much pop on the scale oh my god i gained five pounds i'm useless i might as well eat again or the same thing can kind of happen if you're like i'm committed i'm eating while i'm moving more and then you step on the scale the next day and you didn't lose the 20 pounds that you gained over the past six weeks of binging, 
that same kind of feeling is like the scale can kind of crank you off course. So don't get me wrong in saying that like the scale can be a beautiful tool. It definitely is a part of my daily metrics, but I can say in the past as I've abused food to fill whatever need I want, I've used the scale to kind of self-fulfilling prophecy, let myself feel bad. Therefore, I had more ammunition to binge because I feel bad and I'm never going to lose weight and I'm always going to be fat. But like the most important part to all of that is my weight and my food, the scale and food never defined me, never, never. But in my mind, they did. In my mind, I was a useless human being because I couldn't stop eating. Because I couldn't stop binging. I couldn't stop gaining weight. Like, that made me useless. But, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm a fantastic nurse. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty great sister, I would speculate. I'm a pretty good daughter. I'm a pretty good auntie. Like, you name it. And I was good when I was heavy. And I'm good now. The difference was is just me knowing that. It is not even me losing this weight. It's just me realizing that and being like, sis, you're kind of great. Like you're a fun person to be around. You love so hardly. Like why wouldn't you turn some of that love inward and just love yourself? So I think those are kind of my like three takeaways from, from my food relationship and why it went from like toxic and, and like AP that like just kind of hated, like not hated herself, but kind of, and really lacked a lot of self-confidence to AP that's like, I feel happy and I'm happiness despite, and I kind of rambled. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I got caught up in the emotion. It's okay. So the, you know, so you don't have to fixate on the scale. Now it doesn't mean that it can't be a tool. It just is probably not wise to make it the tool Yeah, is, is moral of the story is you should love yourself at any size. Now that doesn't mean that any size is healthy or unhealthy for that matter. Um, But with that being said is fixating on the, on just defining yourself as, Okay, well, if I'm this number, I'm a good person. And if I'm not this number, I'm a bad person. We totally agree is not the best use of the scale. And then if you could highlight what was the third point. So food isn't the answer. Feel your feelings was kind of wrapped up in one. Or were those two separate? No, food isn't the answer. Feel your feelings is one. The scale is not the answer is two. And then... The weight in food is not what defines you. Okay. You define you. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, okay, so I took it. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, so obviously, and that is a huge mindset thing of, of can you truly love yourself if you're not at the body type that you want to be? If you're not at the scale weight that you want to be? If you're not at the inches or the size of clothes, can you really love yourself? And I would challenge you the best way to success is loving yourself regardless. Right. Yeah. And I think I wanted to make one other point that just kind of came up with that when you said that. I can't tell you the number of times that I've like gone through, you know, time hop or my timeline on Facebook and I see a picture of myself 30 pounds heavier or excuse me, 30 pounds lighter and I don't even recognize that girl. And the reason why I don't recognize her is because in that moment, at 30 pounds later, I was like, I'm just so fat. Like, look at these legs. Look at these arms. And like that girl was truthfully at times, I'm not going to say starving myself, but 
going through some some rigors to try and really lose this weight. And I didn't even appreciate it when I was there because I didn't have this love for myself that I have now. I'm 30 pounds heavier and I love this body I'm in and I'm going to love the body that's maybe 5, 10, 15, however much we end up losing. Like that's that's a huge take home. Love that. So old AP would have loved herself once she reached her goal. Correct, is what I thought. Mm -hmm. But I don't think so. I think I'd have got to my imaginary target and have been like, well, look at this. This arm is still flabby. Like I could see that mindset 100%. Oh, yeah. So we got to start from the beginning. You got to start from the beginning. You got to stand in front of the mirror. You got to say your power phrase. You got to live it. You got to mean it. You got to love on yourself. Yeah. And that's the person who has success. They don't have to be perfect. Yeah. They get off the train tracks. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. It's called life. Yeah. It's the person that is willing to reach out to their support system, get back on track. That's the person that continues to have success because here's the deal. How many more, how many more days left after you reach your goal that you'll have to eat food. Yeah. (laughs) A lot more days after you've reached your quote unquote goal. So therefore it's like, this will always be a work. Yeah. And can I truthfully say like, not that I've reached my goal, but because my goal is happiness despite, I feel like I'm living my goal every day. Like I don't feel like there's an end point. Like past AB used to live, live big time on challenges. You told me something was for 30 days. Oh, man, I'd crush it. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I've dug deep for something for 30 days without the thought of like, well, what's your exit strategy for this smart guy? Like, what are you going to do when this is all over? And now I don't have like when you just said like what your goal is. I'm like, well, what is my goal? Like my goal is happiness despite so that the number may on the scale may get less and less or you know what? It may not. But. I'm happy at the end of the day, either way, I'm happiness despite now that being said, I do want to continue to get healthy, move more, eat a little less within, you know, within reason. But I truthfully feel like I could say goal reached, like finding happiness despite in this power phrase and putting meaning to it has put a whole new meaning on my life. Love it. Now, I like that a lot. And I what I think I really like about that is I do think a lot of people are goalless. Yeah. And I think once you have a goal, well, then you know that there's something that you can track to see if you're reaching that goal. So your goal is happiness despite. It's like, well, what can we use to track if April's being happiness despite? And it could just be a question every day that you answer. Are you living happiness despite? And if you check the box, yes, then you're reaching your goal as a lot of people don't set goals. Therefore, there's nothing to track. Therefore, it's the, oh my gosh, I'm 30 pounds overweight. What just happened? Yeah. Yep. And a lot of people don't like setting goals because they know that there's a really good chance that they're going to fail. Sure. And what sucks about that is, is it's like they they expect the journey to go perfectly. Yeah, you do. Because they don't plan for the for the obstacle, and more importantly, they don't plan on getting back on track. Yeah. And that's like that's why I think thirty day fixes and all these things are so popular. Because it's like, well, sh- I can do anything for 30 days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you said is, well, what's the exit strategy? What's after the 30 days? Because last time I checked, do you want to live beyond the 30 days? <laughs> You're still going to eat food after those yeah. 30 days? Um, 
So that's where those that's where those programs or the challenges really fall short. Now here's the deal: can they kickstart you and get you in the right direction with the for right person people, at the right time? Yes. There's no doubt about it. But for the majority, I mean, it's just not a not a good strategy. Um, okay, so with that being said, anything you got left for the good people? So focus on your feelings. Yeah. Don't let food be the answer to fixing your feelings. Focus on them. Uh, don't let the scale be the only tool. It is a tool, but not the only tool. Yep. And you are not defined by a number on that scale is, or even what the mirror, or what the mirror says. Well, not even what the mirror says, what you think the mirror says. Yeah. Because it's, it's tampered by your own thoughts of it. You know what I mean? So you gotta, you gotta love, respect, honor yourself, whether yeah. you're overweight, underweight, at weight, anything in between, because that's the person that's going to take you to the promised land. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Anything left for the good people? Um, No, I think I feel like ended on that powerful moment. Um, Always we say like reach out. If you have, you know, need somebody to talk to, want to message me, reach out. I'm A.P. Della on Instagram, April Turbrack on Facebook. Like I love meeting new people. Like if you need help, I want to help. Love it, gang. Yep. Uh, so reach out to AP, reach out to myself, Vince Turbrack on Instagram or Facebook. We'll help answer any questions, get you started um, on the right journey, help you figure out your support people, all that kind of good stuff. Um, the whole purpose of us doing this podcast is to help. So don't hesitate to reach out. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll see AP here in just a couple more weeks. Yeah. Bye guys. See ya.